Hello, everyone, and welcome once again to Yadi Yadi Boys, the official JoJo's Bizarre Adventure podcast of the anime, of the manga, of the Hirohikoraki. I'm your host, Eddie Colasso, also known as Lil Caprese. And with me, as always, is Brooks Oglesby. Hi, I'm Brooks, a.k.a. Lloyd Bonaire. And what a big week. What a big week? What, you got... You got big announcements? You got... I mean, I didn't do much. Oh. Did you hear Mm -hmm. about Daniel? Oh, Brian Danielson. Daniel Bryan, Bryan Danielson. Ring of Honor. Ring of Honor fame. Dan, Dan, Tony, Tony, Daniel Bryan. The Dazzler. The Dazzler, Buddy Peacock. Now, I, I... I was I was supportive. I didn't want to run in your parade immediately. But why? Because his brain is like gum and band aids. Well, I I did research and I heard that the only doctor who wouldn't clear him was the WWE doctor. So right. there's like conspiracy theories. You know. Yeah. But but um more than that, I was like, oh cool, Daniel Bryan's back. Let me see like the segments that he was involved in. <laughs> And he's going to be in a fucking Shane McMahon match. Like, I mean, luckily he's on Shane McMahon's team. But still. So, like, I mean, it I, is dangerous to be within, like, the stand range of Shane McMahon. It, within, within, like, uh, 50 meters of Shane on top of something. Uh-huh. But it's like, oh, yeah, he's going to fight Shinsuke Nakamura and AJ Styles. And, oh, wait, Shane McMahon's here. Shit, I forgot it's WWE. So you didn't, I'm, I know that you, you don't always catch the weekly episodic programs of WWE lately. I don't watch the 15 hours of Raw and SmackDown. You kind of don't, you don't have the time to sort of have the 15 hours of wrestling every week. No. So you, did you see this, the SmackDown footage of him return? I saw him give his speech. You saw the good speech and then did you see after it? And then I saw he was, he was, um like power slammed into the side of the apron and it looked yeah, like very, he, very bad yeah he got extremely power bombed into the hardest part of the ring and he did he got stretchered off in his fucking first segment yeah i, I hate the stretcher i, I hate don't it. care for the stretcher because he's gonna get off and he's gonna be fine i did like the stretcher when roman reigns was attached to it and then brock lesnar flipped it three flipped times it doing a perfect triple kick flip with his body i like that a lot remember when roman reigns tried to murder braun Strowman with an ambulance yeah He's a he's bad good. person. No, he's he's a good guy. I mean, he is a he's a baby face. I mean, I know I know people listen to this for Georgia, but you have to know what to expect Do they? Us by now. So WrestleMania is going to be good now. It's going to be good to me because I'm going to be there. I saw one of the uh, it's like the Evolve shows, and fucking Daisuke Sakamoto is going to be on them. Nice. And that's the largest man I've ever seen in my life, and I wish I could see him with my eyes. Where? What was the thing where you got all of the cool pictures with all of the cool New Japan wrestlers? It was um, one of those Ring of Honor New Japan shows. It was like one of the. It was the first one they did in New York. Oh, and you went there and you were like, I can't wait to see my favorite wrestlers, Eddie Edwards and Roderick Strong, and then they just happened to also be there. It was. It was actually really good. Like most of the matches were New Japan versus Ring of Honor, so I got. Uh, Shinsuke versus Kevin Owens in his last like indies match or like one of his last ones. Good. It was a good match too. I like to hear I, that. The worst match was uh, Tanahashi versus Roderick Strong. So that's weird. Yeah, weird how that happened. I know that Tanahashi is going to be in New Orleans WrestleMania week fighting like Ray Phoenix or some shit. Yeah, I, you, you can see some good shows that weekend. Yeah, 
other than WrestleMania. Yeah, but I mean, but, mostly they're thinking about making WrestleMania like a seven-hour show this year. I, uh, which I like. Do you mean like full runtime or like the actual show, not counting like the Road to WrestleMania pre-show brought to you by Gatorade? I think it'll be like pre-show starts at four, and then the show starts at six, and it goes until midnight or something like that. Jesus, which is good for me, a person who like is going to have to sit down for seven hours, I guess without eating, because I very much will get sick if I eat stadium food. And well, I like it. Well, next year you can come to New Jersey and watch WrestleMania in my house. So. Yeah. <laughs> I'll come over to Eddie's house. Yeah. It'll be great. Uh, JoJo. Y- you mind if we if we, if we uh, transition over? Y'all mind if I... Yeah, anyways, Daniel Bryan's alive. Don't know if you guys heard that, but... Great. Thank you. My... my... <laughs> I, I am going to remove the paragraph of or the the section of my thesis in which I mention Eddie by name because it's no, no relevant. I need that for my references. It's your first publication, your yeah. first citation. Yeah, uh, I'm going to cite myself in a, of a tweet I made once in a paper. It'll be good. Yeah. Anyways, um, speaking of wrestling, uh, Toshikazu Hazamada is here to show the world <laughs> with his show off. What? So, what do you think of these episodes? I these it's, were it's among the warming up among the weaker of the episodes we've seen so far. I really there were some really especially in the second episode there were sort of some challenging representations of women. Yeah, uh Rocky's not really great with that. Yeah, he's <laughs> there are a couple things that I could point to that are maybe not great representations of um like relationships and women or maybe two and... great representations of uh, say Nazis. Oh, like it's too, like it's too positive. I would say, yeah, of Nazis. Uh, I, from what I remember, uh, these the first like this chunk of episodes we've been on recently have been pretty Koichi heavy, which I, I I enjoy. Is okay. It evens out after this. Okay. Next week, I think we're having our first guest on next week, and it's one of overall. It's pretty much ultimately useless to the overall plot but it's one of if you ask anyone like what's one of the best episodes of diamond is unbreakable like they'll say the, the one that's coming up literally is it is it the funny biscotti episode it's the funny biscotti episode okay because like going into it there are some episodes that i like this episode i knew that there was a mannequin involved and they go to school mm-hmm. that's all that i knew and i know that there's a funny biscotti episode coming up it's next week and it's gonna be great cool okay so Episode seven, Toshi Toshiakazu Hazamada show off. You pre- you don't you don't call it show off, do you? I I, I don't. This is one that I don't care about because oh, okay, he's cool. like a minor character. So nice. It doesn't matter. Uh, how's this one start? Um, so there's a horny man in his room, and there's bikini photos on his wall, and he's listening to Morio Radio. Kaiharada, um, our friend. Yeah, Kaiharada. Um, I have a question about this. So, um, are the are the, the 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 horny bikini ladies on his wall drawings, or in the world are they real people? I I would assume they're real people. Okay, because in especially in Diamond is Unbreakable, uh, manga does show up, and it's dis- like there's a distinct style. It all looks like fucking Oingo Boingo Brothers, probably. Yeah, it all looks really good like that. Really good to see. Anyways, uh, the guy like he's listening to the good radio station, and then he smirks, and then he jams a pencil into his eyeball, and it's bad to see. 
I don't know if you heard, but Kaiharada, he was reading a letter from someone who was like, I'm lovesick or whatever. Yeah, Forever and 21, it, pretty baby. And in this uh, letter, they mentioned that the railroad that never lets you through. Right. So that's a good bit. It just of, goes uh, ding, 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 ding all the time, and it needs yeah, to shut up. Just keep that in the back of your medulla oblongata. Yeah, so anyways, the sand quietly says, let's put a smile on that face, and then jams the pencil through its eye. And he says, oh, <laughs> afterwards. <laughs> Oops. Uh, and then we get the uh, the intro. Did and you notice new. the change? It's... Did you notice the changes? Um, I not- I only- The only thing I noticed in the first episode... Um, oh, the second one has a very distinct... I, I the bet second one is definitely explicitly an EDM <laughs> remix of the theme song. <laughs> yes. Which I thought was kind of early for it. Yeah. But uh, the only one I noticed was that um, Koichi has echoes now, and it says echoes. the word mystery. It says mystery when the guy says mystery in the song. It's very good. Oh, I like that. And also, um, at the end of it, when the hand, like, scrapes away the wall, there's, like, graffiti of right. echoes on it, which is good. Yeah. I, I'm very... I'm still getting used to the fact that Koichi has a stand, because I've seen the funny meme of him doing his funny intro pose. Uh-huh. And I'm so surprised that I've literally never seen his stand or the updated version. I because th- I think uh, people don't really like to look at. Let's be honest. I don't. It's not, like, it's not great to I, see. It, conceptually, it's cool. It reminds me of my favorite haiku, but <laughs> I I don't like to see it. When I see the hand, I'm like, yeah, that's a fucking. Stand, now we're dude. cooking. Now we're cooking. But I like echoes conceptually. Yeah, but when I see it and his little tiny Hot Wheels wheels. Do, like, just all the stands look like robots forever? No. I mean, a majority of them are just, like, humanoid figures. But that's because it's, like, a reflection of your mental, like, thing. Yeah, so it's like... He must like see how, himself as a it's little... It's like how like, when you're a big gorilla, you're like, I feel like a boat. I feel like... Man, I feel like a boat. <laughs> 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 what a dumb uh, episode. So this, this one starts, and hey, remember, um... The other guy from the last episode? What's his name? Uh, Tamami. yeah. He's like an ally now. He's like a friend. And he loves his master, Koichi. A thing I do like about uh, Diamond is Unbreakable is, especially because it's all, it's like uh, in Stardust Crusaders, they were like going across the world and just fighting bad guys. But a lot of times, like stand users, they'll defeat them. And even if they're not outright allies, they'll still show up and be like, oh, like, what's up? Remember that time you kicked my ass? Hey, what's up? It's just... (laughs) It's just a small What's up? Tent, I'm Angelo. So like, I'm a big rock. What's up? Yeah, yeah. So this guy, he's like a friend to Koichi now. He's like his butler or something. Yeah. And, oh, he's a loan shark, by the way. That's his job. He is a loan shark, and Koichi doesn't care for that very much. Which I guess, hey, use your abilities to the, uh, you know. Yeah. His, his stand seems to have led him down that path. You know, that's a good me. point. Yeah. Anyway, uh, he shows up, and he's like, yo, what's up? Josuke, you suck. Anyway, uh, I heard there's a weird stand user at your school, and here's a picture of him. Don't ask how I got it. Uh, and a kid poked his eye out with a with a pen. So look out for him. And you stay away from him. And Koichi's like, no, we have to defeat him because I want to protect the town that my mom and sister live in. Even if it's scary. Even if it's scary. So uh, to mom, he's like, wow, what a tough thing, tough thing to say. See you later! <laughs> and he just <laughs> runs away. It's good. Tamami's good now. Uh, so then what happens, they're, like, looking, they're like, oh, Josuke's like, I know what class this guy's in, let's check it out. And they look in the class, and he's not there, but he's just, like, fucking lurking behind the door. Yeah. Uh, and then, anyways, Josuke goes and breaks into his fucking locker. Josuke breaks, because I was like, oh, he'll just use a crazy diamond to, like, fix it, so. Right. Whatever. 
So they break into his locker. He has like a million mangas in there and like art supplies or something. And then just a weird wooden mannequin. A fucking huge, a huge locker sized mannequin that they don't notice until the waterfall of manga falls out. Yeah. And he's like, oh, this is weird. Anyway, and I think he better touch it. it. Yes, he touches it. And it like uh, morphs into Josuke, like an exact copy of Josuke. Down to but the fingerprints we learned. Th- there's, like, a screw in its head. Like, you can tell which one isn't... I thought that was going to be a thing where one's like, no, I'm the real Josuke. I'm the real Josuke. But that yeah, never I was, I was. Yeah, I thought Jotaro would be like, well, only the real Josuke would know uh, Al favorite Yankovic. Michael Jackson song of Eat It. Yeah. Just we kidding. A, it's we weird. Get a, we get a Prince reference in the next kind one, Kind of which a I weird Prince reference. Yeah, we'll, <laughs> we'll get to it. We'll get to that. Anyways, Josuke says, you've got some nerve turning into me. Yeah, which is a good thing to say. And can I say, Oingo got blown the fuck out this episode. Why? Because this dude looks and sounds just like Josuke, but fucking yeah. Oingo could only change his face. Yeah. And that's it. But, I mean, that's, like, the trade-off of the power level. Like, he can do it to himself, to anything he wants. Like, this thing, I guess, can only turn into something specifically at once, and it's, like, not totally controllable. That's so. true. It is kind of like its own person with its own personality that you can have arguments with. Yeah. And get mad when girls say he's cute. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so, yeah. Uh, then uh, Hazumata sh- uh, shows up and he's like, what's up? This is my stand. And this is so stupid because it, it, we get like a title card that says surface. Right. And then it says show off in the in the Crunchyroll subtitles, which, okay, Sure. Surface is better, but whatever. Is, yeah. The, most of the time, the original name is better, but right. the translation is just funnier because you know what it's better. Yeah. Uh, so this guy likes pens. Yeah, it's kind of his, his MO is like to be like a funny joker and be like, let's put a smile on that face and then the, f- the famous quote. I wonder, you're going to have to be the first one to make some fucking Toshikazu Hazamada joker photoshops. Because I don't you know, know how I, many are out there. In my in my searches of Joker images, you'd be surprised. <laughs> yeah, I bet there is one. Uh, so, it's probably like the Joker doing the funny magic trick, and then on the bottom, it's like Hazamata doing the Neil Patrick Harris like true story face. <laughs> my favorite. I I like the one when it's Obama and he says not bad. Oh yeah, and he has a funny beer. The beer drink. Yeah. It's good. Anyways, Josuke has to mimic all of the movements of the mannequin when it looks like him. It's like a puppet master thing. So it seems like the the whenever the mannequin is within a certain range of the person it looks like, then that person is controlled by it. And it does, like, all the same movements as the mannequin. It's, it's the Chronicles of Riddick of Stance. <laughs> sure. I've never actually seen it, so. Me neither. I just know the fucking copy <laughs> Oh, yeah. Every morning, I palm slam my mannequin, and then I do little moves along with him. Along with that, I stab myself in the eye. Five hours, it's cool down. I I hit my tiny friend Koichi with a roaring elbow. Yes! (laughs) So, the first thing that uh, Surface does is, like, Koichi's standing behind Josuke, and he elbows him, and every single bone in his body breaks, and he flies through a door and breaks the door in the glass, and he's, like, dead on the ground. Um... I don't it's, know if this like, happens. It sucks with... to see. Uh-huh. Like I didn't like to see Koichi hurt, but it was a fucking sick strike, dude. Like, it, it, was... It, it was. There was so much power contained in it. Yeah. 
Um, and I forget if this happens before or after the elbow, but ha- ha- Hazumata explains that there's a, like a group of stand users. Right. He just casually mentions like, oh, our group is trying to get rid of Jotaro. Yes. So, yeah, there's that. Uh, and then he does a thing where uh, he makes Josuke pick up a pen and then does a motion that like he's going to poke out his eye. And you hear like a really bad squish and Josuke falls over and he's like, well, he's probably dead. Let's get out of here. Yeah, he just says, oh, I'll have to knock you out now by, I guess, squishing the meat under your eyeball. Anyways, it like... He's like, oh, I'll do it here so you're not permanently blind, but it'll hurt really bad. Yeah. Anyway, goodbye. Uh, and then, so then we find out that Koichi put a squish sound effect on Josuke's face, which is good. Yeah. And then he walks over and he's like, wow, Koichi, that was really brave. And then Koichi's like, wow, Josuke, thank you for healing me with Crazy Diamond as soon as he broke every bone in thank my body. For, for fixing all 206 of my child bones. But also fix me again now because I did break all this glass in my yeah. brain. So I did, They have a very weak and cute fist bump at mm-hmm. that point, which I like to see. And this it's, also... It's, so... Uh-huh. And, like, as Koichi is unconscious after, he, like, he got fucking Chris Hero elbowed across the room... <laughs> We see Echoes still surveilling. Mm-hmm. So is this is Echoes like another stand that can move independently? I think I think it was just to show that like Echoes did it because he's okay. like on top of the of the opposite locker. I think it's like yeah. oh that's where he was the whole time, and the guy like the uh, Hatsumata doesn't know Koichi has a stand, right? So he was like hiding away. I think. Gotcha. Um, Anyways, there's a, there's a fucking lady walking down the hall, and I didn't recognize her at first. And then you did the next episode, don't we? Yeah, she's it. from the. I, I my notes is like she's from the intro, I think. And then she sees the the Josuke and uh, Koichi, and she like sighs, and that's fucking it until the next episode. And I don't like it. Yeah. Uh. So then, uh, Hazumata and Fake Josuke are walking down the street, and they run across Tamami, who's like, right. "Hey, you're Hazumata." And then he just smashes his head in with a brick. He fucking murks him with a brick to the head, killing him instantly. Except not. He, I definitely didn't very much think he was dead. He's apparently he's a, not. He's not dead. He's just bleeding in the bushes for the rest of the episode. At the yeah. very end, they're like, oh, by the way, a ambulance took him away. So <laughs> so if you were worried about Tamami, don't think too hard about it. And we all are. Yeah. Um, and then what happens? Oh, yeah. Then he gets mad at stupid sexy Josuke. Right. Because they're walking down the street, and then all the girls are like, oh, Josuke, hi, Josuke. And a girl runs up to him and gives him, like, a love letter. And he's like, don't read that. Why are why are all women like this? Why does no one have a good personality? Have yeah, you heard he of Red Pill? extremely Reddit about it. Uh-huh. The girls that- never show me attention, but whatever. They're ugly. They're ugly. They're not, they're not, why do these sexy girls never talk to me? It's because <laughs> they're ugly. Uh, is this when the bikers are there? This is, this is, I think, where Jotaro gets a phone call. Oh, okay. It's, it's like, is it when Josuke and Koichi call and they're like, sorry, the line is busy? Or yeah, because, because uh, fake Josuke and Hazamata uh, had already called him. And I fucking love, and they're like, hey, jo, uh, Jotaro, meet us at exactly 15 minutes at the train station. It's me, real Josuke. Hmm. And, and he's saying he's like, "Hey, it's me, Josuke." Higashika <laughs> the Josuke. Yeah, like he's it's Josuke's voice, but he's just talking like in an evil way. Yes, <laughs> like Josuke usually does. Mm-hmm, the famous, yeah. So mm-hmm. I fucking love that Jotaro is. It's been probably a day mm-hmm. since his phone exploded, hot dog style, and he, his he life got threatened. One. And but he's already just like, oh, another random number. Better pick it up. Whatever. 
I mean, he got out fine the first time. He probably knows it's a it's a stand user because everyone in this yeah. town is a stand user. But the thing is, he he doesn't like to be annoyed, and he knew it would True. probably be annoying. So maybe that's the character development. As long, it's a good thing a woman didn't call him because then oh, oh. All, all hell would have broken loose. Kotaro would not have cared for being Koichi in the next episode. <laughs> uh, then what happens? Yeah, then there uh. This guy oh. and his stand are still walking, and they, like... I forget how he gets blood on his hand somehow. Hazamata uh, punches the stand and then scrapes his hand because it's he's still made of wood, even though he's, oh, yeah, he looks yeah. like Josuke. Mm. And he explains that the other day he made his stand become his crush, Junko. And she still didn't like him. And yeah, <laughs> she's fucking... He's like, doesn't anyone in this world have a decent personality? So Hazamata is canonically sapiosexual. Yeah. <laughs> And then he gets blood on the dude's, some dude's motorcycle, and he, the guy doesn't like to see it. He doesn't like it. He's like, hey, like, fuck that kid. He looks like a dying cricket. And the other guy's like, wow, that's a really good metaphor. Yeah, this is, I decided this is who we would be in this universe. (laughs) It's just like, yeah, it was a good description, huh? I like it. I like it. (laughs) Uh, So then he's like, I think the fake Josuke, like, rocks one guy. And then he's like, hey, what the fuck? And then Hazumata walks up to some other guy and puts, like, a fucking switchblade in his mouth. Yeah. And he's like, yo, fucking... I'm gonna make you never talk again. Wanna put a smile on that face. Yeah, how I got these? Rachel! <laughs> fucking, I love how evil Red-Eye Josuke lands a fucking brain chop on the bike dude. Again, seemingly mm. killing him instantly. Mm. That is not the case, but it sure fucking looked like it. Uh, and then, uh, yeah, they're about. he's about to put a smile on that face. Joker voice. And then, um... But evil Josuke catches a shard of glass that gets thrown at them at the last second. And then we see Josuke and Koichi across the street. And they're like, oh shit, it's them. But Josuke's like, actually, I didn't throw a shard of glass at you to throw it at you. What I meant to do was this. And he, like, fixes a bottle or something and it explodes on uh, Surface's hand. So he has one hand that's just missing. Mm-hmm. So now you can tell him apart. Smart. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um... What happens then they just like run away yeah they're like keep your hand in your pocket it'll be fine let's go to the train station jotaro's gonna be there in a minute uh so then Josuke's like oh no koichi's like oh no they're ahead of us they're gonna take the quickest way there and Josuke's like that's why you're here koichi mm. oh, intrigue mm. battle of wits so so they're running to the the train station that never lets you through and suddenly we hear like the train coming like the warning signs the ding ding sounds ding, the ding, forever ding, ding. 21 baby hated so then uh, they, they're like, oh, let's like run up the train station and go down the other side because this is the train that never lets you through. And then they run up and look down and the train never came and Josuke and Koichi are like running across the street and we see the like text from uh, Echoes that made the ding, ding, ding. Right. That's good. So they get to Jot- – the, the real people get to Jotaro and they're like, hey, Jotaro, what's up? Uh, there's a guy who looks like me coming. <laughs> Down to my finger. Don't even... He was like, oh, I was, I was going to fingerprint you to make sure, but no, don't do that. Yeah, do that. Down my fingerprints. And then, like, what happens, like, somehow, Jotaro's like, oh, well, let's look out for him, and I'll stand and turn my back away from you, Josuke, because that's a good way to... Yeah, like, I'm, I'm going to go be alone with my thoughts for a while. Yeah. And they're like, okay, let's just stand around. And as they're talking, Josuke takes a pen out of Jotaro's jacket, and, like, no one says anything. Right. And he's like, wait, how did I get this? And it turns out that uh, Surface is, like, inside one of the stores. And he's like, now I'm gonna get you. You're gonna stab Jotaro in the head. And kill him. 
Right. And, and we talked about this in the JoJo chat. There's like, there's no way a pen would kill Jotaro. Yeah. Like, it's kind of fucking like, I, I don't think anything could kill him. He did take like 100 knives to his chest and he was cool. Like, so. Maybe if the road roller was like shaped like a pen, if it was like really sharp. Remember when he killed himself by stopping his own heart? Yeah, he kind of just stopped his own heart with his fucking hand. So, he could probably withstand the pen. Anyway, it's like, uh, Surface closes his mouth, and then, like, Josuke can't talk to say anything, and he's, like, slowly lifting the pen up, and then the biker guys from before show up, and they're like, hey, you, asshole. That guy, Josuke, told us you'd be here, and he fixed us up. I don't know how he did it, but we're good now, and we're gonna kick your ass. He gave me the good punch, anyways. Anyways, and then they just beat the shit out of Hazumata. Yeah. Who is very much a kid. <laughs> yeah, he is a child. This Always is like a ninth family. this is like a shitty like art club ninth grader. Yeah. Um so that happens and he gets like carted away, and then we find that also Tamami's in the hospital. And um they're all standing in the uh like outside of the store. Right. L- watching this happen, and everyone's like, Wow, what a bizarre day. And then Red Hot Chili Pepper sees it and he's like, Hey, that guy sucks. And he like runs away. Just, yeah, my condolences. <laughs> And he, like, goes back into the lamp, and that's the end of the episode. Hump de bump! That's what he says. Hump de bump, yeah. <laughs> he pops out and he says, Flea is one of the greatest bassists of all time. His slapping so and good. popping technique is timeless. <laughs> <laughs> and he, like, <laughs> So that's the episode. It's the okay. episode, huh? It was an okay one. It was fine. There was... So when they were at the station at the very end, there was very much a turtle that popped out of a fountain... Uh-huh. And I thought that was going to come up. I think and that it's... was just, maybe, because this is near where, like, the first episode took place. Right, it's like, look like how far city, we've come. Like, the city center or whatever, I don't know. Yeah. It's a good turtle, um, though. Yeah. I, yeah I'm looking episode. at the, um, the episode list. So, the next couple episodes we're watching, we get the conclusion of, it's a two-parter of Yukako Yamagishi Falls in Love. Right. We get the funny Paschetti episode, and then we get into, like, major plot shit. So... Okay. And pretty much everything after that's, like, great to me. Good to me? At, at least great. And then it ramps up to amazing and is the best thing ever. So I, for, I, I, have to, I forgot about this episode and the Yukako one, but... Yeah. But that it's... doesn't mean they're bad. They're fine. Okay. Uh, and the Speedwagon Foundation? Money. Money. Uh, if you would like to give us money, you can at patreon.com slash postgameofthrones. We just uh, recently launched a new uh, series, Carry Me Home, starring me and producer Kim, in which Gotta we say, watch... Uh-huh. Folks, it's good. Oh, every Jim Carrey movie ever, and we rank them. Uh, in classic Pigot family fashion, we only talked about the movie for about ten minutes. Yeah. And we did sing the Lauren Order SVU theme song in its entirety, so... I hope that was good to hear. You also described Ed Harris by saying that he looks like a mummy, which I thought was pretty good. Look at look him up on Wikipedia. No, he, he does look like a mummy. He, he is, does look like a bit of a mummy. <laughs> Sorry, Ed Harris, for the fucking roast. The premium roast we gave you on our special feed, but... It's good. It's just a natural reaction. So yeah, you can listen to that if you want. Uh, you can also get send in a message if you want. I think we have... Let me check real quick. We might have a message. Uh, yeah, okay. This this week's message comes in from Tumblr user Positive Stress Sam. Oh. Uh, and this one says, "Great, D- Don." So this is a two parter. Uh, 
It says Donald Trump's favorite diamond is unbreakable character is Kofichi. I don't know how to pronounce it. Do your best. And then Kofifi Hirose nailed it. Yeah, I think so, that's correct. So we got about 16 uh, messages this week that just say some variation of Kofifi Hirose. So sort of a group mind fandom sort yeah. of. Yeah, I like every, it. Everyone's working together. Uh, thank, thank you, Sam. Thanks, Sam. Uh, this week's special user is my favorite username on the internet, Weedlord Vegeta. I fucking love it. Thank you, Weedlord Vegeta, for your contribution. <laughs> I just like to see it and look at it. And hear yeah, it. It's friend okay. of every show, Weedlord Vegeta. Waypoint mod, <laughs> Weedlord Vegeta. <laughs> uh, thank next you for episode, money. You, 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 I'm, I'm probably going to say it different ways, like different pronunciations. But sure. Yukako Yamagichi falls in love. Episode one. There was a very funny Crunchyroll comments. I don't know if you saw. I don't think I did. But the first one, it was like, you could call this Koichi's bad hair day. And then, nice. someone, and then someone else commented Koichi's worst hair day. <laughs> Which is a good joke to me. Yeah. Yeah, fuck that kid. <laughs> um, so how's this one start? Um, Okuyasu is... Remember him? He was... Uh, he's talking to Josuke about the big electric bird that killed his brother. And... Um, and the Hazamata in the hospital told them some shit about how stand users seem to be unknowingly drawn to one another. It's kind of like being married. Mm-hmm. Um, mm. That's a thing in, like, it's like a Japanese, like, um, I don't know the exact word. So, like, oh, the person you're supposed to marry, you're tied to with, like, the red string of fate or something. Yeah, it's it's yeah. a it's cat's cradle, baby. Yeah. So, so anyways, Koichi's sitting by himself at a cafe. Well, we also should mention that uh, Hazumata doesn't know who shot him with an air. He's like, I only talked to that guy on the phone. Like, I don't know who he is. Yeah. So they're like, okay, well, since he, since the stand user hasn't killed him, it's probably true. So let's just, like, leave this 13-year-old <laughs> Get well and soon. let him recover. I like how uh, Josuke doesn't heal him. Yeah. <laughs> I, I probably wouldn't either. Yeah, he has very much gouged out his peer's eyes with a, with a pen. Mm. So, hmm. Oh, I do want to mention in there's when Hazumata is talking, he's like, "Oh, there are many stand users in this town, blah blah blah." And you, we just see like uh, different, like, establishing shots of the town, and these are all locations that like battles will take place later. Oh, nice! So it's like a good little like, in in retrospect, like, oh, that's a neat little thing. So, so yeah. I did um, accidentally skip forward a few episodes, and I do real. I just I'm really I don't want to wait to talk about it i love the scene where hazamata comes back from the hospital and he's wearing cool sunglasses i when he comes back in 19 episodes and he's like hey i gouged out one of my eyes by accident what's up cool fucking sunglasses now maybe i can finally get a girlfriend and he will he will uh and then we get the fucking edm crazy noisy bizarre town i don't like it as much not as much i this i don't know why it must be like the yukako like theme version Okay. Because there's nothing, like, special about it. Like, this isn't, like, a turning point in the series, and I don't right. think it, like, continues. Good. So it might happen for the next episode and then, like, go back to normal or something. Because I was, it was late last night, and I was like, oh, I, sh- I might want to go to bed before I watch the second episode. And then I was like, hmm, no, I need I need my late-night dose of crazy, noisy, bizarre town. Uh, and, and it, it was, was like, blah, 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 blah. like, what the? F- no! Yeah. <laughs> That's not how it goes? Yeah, keep it. <laughs> I don't want these. <laughs> um, 
so this one starts, it's like Josuke and Okiyasu, they're walking down the street and they see, see Koichi sitting at like a fancy cafe by himself. And you're like, wow, what's Koichi doing? Who does he think he is drinking tea? We later find he's, out it's just soda. He's drinking... <laughs> Koichi is sitting at a cafe fee and he's drinking cafe tea. There you go. We should put that in our Patreon as like our preview. Okay, so like to to entice people, like to, to entice to get people like what what should I give five dollars to today? Should I donate to Doctors Without Borders today, or should I donate to Post Game of Thrones Patreon? You know what? You know. Yeah. Should I pay my union dues, <laughs> or should I? Donate to what if Jon Snow jerked off and also, hey, do you think that, um, do you think that surface or show off when it jerks you off? Does it sound, does it feel more like jerking off or getting jerked off? Mm. I was thinking I mean, about does this, that. Does this tie into the question last week? Like which stand? Well, in, it would, it probably wouldn't jerk you off. It's like it would do the motions and then you would do it to yourself. But would that feel weird because you're not controlling yourself? Right. It would be like sitting on your hand. So, um, Ko, so this, the girl from last episode comes up and she's like, hey, Koichi, thank you for coming. I invited you. And, and Okuyasu just spends the next 10 minutes screaming. He doesn't like it. <laughs> He's like, why is a girl talking to Koichi? This why did happen. no girls have any personality? Yeah, am I right? Folks, fella, fellas, fellas. Is it gay to stand behind a tree with your bud and watch another friend get a girlfriend? I mean, you're literally not having a girlfriend. Right. Something to think about. Uh, So yeah, she's like, oh, Koichi, uh, you've changed recently. You look strong and you have cool hair and you're brave. And just in between every one of these lines, Okiyasu is just like screaming and crying. Yeah. While Josuke's like, we need to be quiet. He's not supposed to see us. And I also just want to note that Koichi is the ultimate good boy in this scene. Because he doesn't fucking... He doesn't understand why this, like... Why this pretty girl from school is, like, is asking him to this date cafe. He's like, uh, did you, like, want my notes from class? I can give you those. Like, do you need... Do you need uh, money? I can give you (laughs) 1,000 yen. Yeah, that's all I got. Which is $9.55, and this dude bought a Coke. The absolute (laughs) madman. (laughs) And she's like, actually, no, like, uh, oh, I'm in love with you. Like, I have to confess my feelings. And Koichi's like, uh, okay. This is a little weird. And she's like, so do you love me? And he's like, ah, I, uh." Yeah, he doesn't know what to say because it's probably the first time in his life he's ever seeing this girl. I do also, uh I like that he's like, well, if you need me to, like, take care of your puppy or kitten, uh, I can't really take in a puppy because this is where Koichi becomes unproblematic. Uh-huh. He says, we've I already a got dumb a dog. dumb dog named Police at home. Yeah. So he's good again. <laughs> he's good. Uh, and she's like, do you love me? And he's like, uh, I, 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 like, he doesn't really give an answer. And then she, like, freaks out and, like, her hair is exploding everywhere. Mm-hmm. And she, like, knocks all the stuff off the table. And she's like, oh, sorry, I got worked up. I have to go now. Goodbye. Goodbye. And after seeing this, Okuyasu says, all my jealousy flew away somewhere, which is good. <laughs> Uh, There's also a, por- a point where, like, uh, before she she does the, you know, the, not not Rocky's best work, but, um, mm-hmm. so sh- before she, like, freaks out, 
Um, she's like, Koichi, your face has gotten a lot sharper lately, but you still look cute when you smile. And Josuke from behind the tree is like, you know, she's got a point. Yeah. Like, what a supportive JoJo. None of all, the other... All like, of these friends, they're such good friends. They're all so like supportive. It. It's good. Fucking Polnareff would have never done that. He'd be like, well, my face is sharper. And also, I need to take a dump. <laughs> ah, that yeah. was Kakyoin doing that. He he did have a really sharp face, though. Yeah. It was very angular. Didn't like it. Uh, so then she leaves, and he's like, wow, that was weird. And he tries to take a sip of his Coca-Cola, <laughs> and there's just fucking, like... Not, like, a hair, but just, like, wads of hair all mm-hmm. in it. And it's not great to see. Now <laughs> to take a big sip of Coca-Cola. And, and I yeah. think that's when, like, Josuke's like, oh, she's a stand... No, she walks away, and her hair is, like, flying everywhere. And there's hair in the Coca-Cola. And Josuke's like, is she a stand user? No, it couldn't be. No. That's a girl. Yeah. And then that's it. Like, that's the end of... They're like, oh, I let's mean, just, like, walk away. She is, a, she has a stronger spirit than Holly, I guess. I guess, but yeah. Uh, what? Well, yeah. Not totally uh, 100% makes sense, but. But it's, it's good. Because her, her spirit is, uh, like, she has to control Koichi. That's, like, her spirit strength. Right. And Holly had didn't have, like, love or any strength or, like, Because Jotaro was fucking mean to her. Yeah, Jotaro sapped all her strength by calling her a bitch, so. (laughs) He did. She did her best. She did. Uh, So what happens? It's like the next day, and Koichi's like cleaning up the science lab or whatever. Mm -hmm. And Yukako comes in, and she's like, hey, what's up? Uh, Sorry about yesterday, can we just like forget about it? And he's like, "Uh, yeah, no problem. Fucking absolute boy. Anyway, I I knit you a sweater. It's it's not, does say, it does say K1 on it, which is fucking sick. It is. Like, I would wear, like, a cool jersey that said that. Yeah, like, like E1. It'd be the sick. Su- sweater was a little bulky. Yeah. And, and Koichi turns into fucking Enyaba and just starts sweating everywhere. Yeah. Um, so she's like, oh, I, I also, I made you lunch so we could eat lunch today. And she opens it up and it's like a fucking perfect like restaurant quality meal she's like i went i i was up all night thinking about you so i went to the fish market and got perfectly fresh scrimps and here we go i'm gonna feed you one say ah and it's like five minutes of the camera cutting back and forth between koichi sweating he's like (laughs) if i if i eat it that means i'll like agree to what she's doing but if i say no she'll freak out and like destroy me so what do i do and then back to her going ah like slowly (laughs) slowly putting the scrimp to his mouth yeah. And then anyway, um, so, oh, he also says at at this point, Yukako Yamagishi, to, com- to be completely honest, is extremely strange. Right. Which is, like, the nicest way to put it. Yeah. The ultimate boy. I like him. He's nice. Anyway, some girl busts in, and she's like, hey, idiot, why aren't you cleaning up the lab like you're supposed to? Yeah, stop lollygagging. I'm the class rep. And that, and, that's kind of important, I guess. Yeah, and she's like, oh, he's like, oh, okay, of course, I'll take the garbage out. And, he, like, he can't carry it all. She's like, oh, I'll help you, whatever. And Yukako's hair starts, like, doing the big, angry flowing. And she doesn't like it. Uh, so then he goes outside and, like, throws out the garbage. And this girl's by, I guess in Japanese high schools, you just throw garbage in a fucking incinerator that's outside. Well, yeah, that's where you put your dog that's alive. Oh, yeah. So she's out there, and then Yukako shows up, and she's like, don't talk to Koichi ever again. She literally calls her a homewrecker. <laughs> Yeah, she's like, homewrecker? Like, I don't even... You mean Koichi Hirose? 
Like, I don't... Okay. It is with a heavy heart that I announce that this episode of JoJo's Bizarre Adventure does not pass the Bechdel test. It, it does not. It definitely it does not. It certainly does not. It's the, like, actual perfect version of not passing the test. <laughs> so she's like, I don't even, like, think about him. I don't care about him at all. And then Yukako just, like, walks away. But before she does, this girl, like, gets a sharp headache. And she's like, anyway, that was weird. And then her hair's on fire. Yeah, it's fucking like Quentin Martell. She's like, hmm, something smells like fucking fire. She says, she says oh, and then she's set ablaze. What's cooking? Uh, and then she runs away and, like, tries to get a bucket of water, but, like, the hair pulls her back, and she, like, knocks all the water over. And she's like, oh, no, I'm about to burn to death. <laughs> and then we hear, how can I scrape away all this fire? Yeah, and then the hand comes to the rescue and, like, scrapes everything away. And at first, like, we only see, like, the front of her hair. And mm. I was like, I don't, like, it looks, I don't know if this is It was like hair, a cute little bob. I liked it. It was like a cute little haircut. I was like, this doesn't look so bad. And then Okuyasu's like, oh, I can't help you with the back. And then we see, like, a huge fucking burn It's a huge, up funny, big, bald spot. Bald spot. So then Josuke's like, well, I guess this confirms that she's a stand user. <laughs> Anyways, yeah, dude. See you later, Caillou. We gotta go. Yes. <laughs> I realize you're almost bur- burned to death, but I have to go talk to my friend by the pool. <laughs> <laughs> so then we, it's like uh, Koichi, Okuyasu, and Josuke meeting in private, and they have the best plan. It's so it's good. good. <laughs> so they're like, well, you can't tell her that, like, you don't like her because then she'll freak out, but also you can't say yes because then she'll, like, also be weird. So here's what you do. You have to make her not like you. By pretending you're a guy who doesn't have a future. You have to pretend to be a disenchanting, horrible, uh-huh. boring guy. Yeah. And, oh, and Koichi's like, oh, I was so distracted that I got, I failed my English test. And they're like, great, that's a perfect start. Yeah, his grades are <laughs> suffering. I love it. Okay, yes, it's like, I even got a higher grade than you, and I got a 31. This is also I the, think the part of he, the episode. Go ahead. Uh, he got a 16 on his English test. Right. So <laughs> It's a very low number. Mm-hmm. Uh, this is my probably my favorite sentence of the episode was in this scene uh, where Josuke says, convincing Yokaku Yamagishi not to use her stand of hair for evil will have to wait. Yes. <laughs> I mean, I, they, we don't think she's going to murder anyone. She's just, she's just crazy. Yeah. So yeah. let's just deal with this first. Yeah. And then they start, they're like, okay, here's what you can do. You can, uh, I forget the other one, but like their first plan is like, you have to be disgusting. Yeah, most girls aren't into bad hygiene or mama's boys, and Koichi looks them both in the eye and says, I will never not be a mama's boy. Fuck you. He he does, but also he's like, I can't... It's actually a really good reasoning. He's like, I don't want to pretend to be a mama's boy because then she'll kill my mom. Right. (laughs) Which is, like, smart. So, like, okay, you'll just have to be disgusting and, like, not change your underwear and not wear deodorant. And then one of them's like, yeah, and maybe you should fart everywhere. Yeah, you should stop bathing and start farting, and both of the boys laugh. They're just just guys being dudes. Like, they're having a great time with this. Um, Yeah, so then it's like the end. It's just like kind of cuts away and uh, Koichi's at home laying in his Lucky Land pajamas. And he's like, oh, man, what what a day. Oh, no, it's the next, the first the next day. And like Yukako walks by Josuke and Okuyasu and they're like, did you hear? Koichi shoplifts. Yeah, and I gave it's him so money. Fucking, it's ridiculous. It's like, hey, Koichi did shoplifting, and he never keeps his promises. Did you hear? Also, I lent him money, and he never gave it back. 
wow, Josuke, I think I won't be friends with Koichi anymore. Like, <laughs> and then as soon as y- Yukako walks away, she just like walks past them and like makes a face. And then they're like whispering like, I hope that worked. That was really good. Yeah. Wasn't, wasn't Lucky Land, I, isn't it, it's like the fucking production company or something, it's right? It's like, uh, it's, I think that's like Araki's company. Wasn't that also the milk yeah, it it shows up everywhere. Angelo's milk. It's yeah, like okay. anytime they just need a logo, it says like lucky. Like um, in I think Death Thirteen's world, it was like Lucky Land. So oh, nice. It just shows up everywhere. Yeah. Okay. Um. So yeah, then Koichi's at home. He's like, "Oh boy, what a day! Time to close my eyes and take a nice nap." We see police again, and this is like so far. I'm pretty sure this is the longest living JoJo dog, in that it lives two episodes and hasn't died yet. Yeah. I'm going to tell you, don't worry about police. We see poli- police. I never around. worry about police. They're <laughs> everyday I mean, heroes. I, I do all the time, but in a, in a different way. Right. Um. So yeah, then he like closes his eyes and he's like, wow, even in my dreams, I'm seeing a woman. Who could this woman be? She has long hair and a school uniform. Anyway, he opens his eyes and Yukako's like fucking Spider-Man plastered against his window. <laughs> fucking sticky hand sticky hands and making like evil dio face and he's Uh like oh no and then she like wraps him up with her hair and like steals him away yeah and police didn't do shit wait police didn't help somebody in trouble yeah police the dog a crime happened a kidnapping happened and the police did nothing to stop it so and i mean he only has he only has nine dollars and 55 cents to his name so we know that koichi is working class yeah that's weird and mm-hmm. they, and she fucking takes him to this fucking rich villa so what crime the crimes of yukako yamagishi is kidnapping like some type of physical abuse like i don't know exactly what type just yeah. like general mayhem she did try not, to kill not building a, up a, other women attempted homicide on that girl yeah she arson Breaking and entering, squatting, which is a crime. Mm-hmm. Anyway. Uh, so yeah, he wakes up in like some fancy house, and Yukaka walks in. She's like, oh, it's breakfast time. And we hear Koichi's belly grumble. And I'm like, oh, relatable. Uh, yeah. And then she's like, okay. He's like, hey, uh, by the way, what was all that hair shit <laughs> that happened uh, yesterday? Right. She's like, oh, someone shot me with an arrow and I didn't die and then I could do it. Yeah, I don't got worked really it. bad. It might have been a dream, actually. Maybe I could always do this. I don't know. Because I woke up and then my hair could do wild shit. And he's like, oh, okay, well, let's eat breakfast. So she sets up, like, this gourmet, amazing breakfast that looks so good. And she's like, oh, but first... First you, you must answer eat. my riddles three! <laughs> it is, it is! You must pass my tests of knowledge before you can access your bacon and eggs! <laughs> so, what's the first question? Is like, She's like, okay, I have three boxes, and in each of these boxes is what you're gonna eat. And that's it. So, yeah, question number one. This is fucking whack. Okay, so, Prince often sings the lyrics, Funky Music. What does that mean in Japanese? And the choices are wild music, primitive music, or fantasy music. I probably would have guessed three. I was going to say wild music. Like, it's definitely not primitive, though. But apparently, that's the answer. So also, cool ninth have... grade class. Yeah. To, like, study Prince's lyrics in ninth grade. 
So we d- there's a lot to unpack with funky equating to primitive in yeah. language, but uh, let's let's just uh, gloss over that. Yeah, it's because it's he, obvious. He picks primitive, and she's like, "Oh, good, that's the answer that had eggs. Like, would you like salt and pepper on them?" And he's like, "Oh, yeah, great." And she's like, "The other answers were an eraser and a bar of soap, which he would have been made to eat." Yeah, which is good. So then uh, the next question is like, "Oh, how do you like?" It's like, how do you write this word in Japanese or something? Yeah. Like, this version of this word in Japanese. And there's, like, three different... It's, like, pronounced the same way. But right. it's, like, different kanji for each one. And this seems like something you should know to me. Yeah. But maybe he he's very distressed. He doesn't know. He picks the wrong answer. Yeah, his grades are suffering. And there's one who was like, oh, this answer would have been, like, pancakes. But instead you picked English... <laughs> English vocabulary cornflakes? Yes, and it's just the fucking, like, English words written on, like, index cards in a fucking bowl of, like, water. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> also, because you got... Oh, no, because he's like, is it A? And he's, like, pointing to them. Is it A, B, or C? And he's, like, watching her face mm-hmm. as he points to them. And then when she smiles, he's like, oh, this must be the one. And she's like, actually, wow, how The rumors of you being untrustworthy are true. Yeah, because of that, I'm going to make you eat both of the bad breakfasts. So it's vocabulary cornflakes and asparagus wrapped in English dictionary pages. (laughs) (laughs) And I mean, like, don't get me wrong, food with paper is bad, Mm -hmm. but I would rather eat, like... So it's, it's basically like, it's like asparagus sushi, except the seaweed is paper. Paper. The other one was literally just an eraser. Yeah, I mean, I would, I could probably deal with, I've eaten the Starburst before that had a little bit of extra paper on Listen, it, I didn't mind. I mean, Apollo could probably do it. Apollo would go to town on all <laughs> that shit. He'd love that eraser. Uh-huh. Uh, so then she's like, you're not gonna get any other food till you eat everything I gave you. And Kooch is like, oh, by the way, where the fuck are we? Right. And she's like, oh, this is like some rich businessman's summer house. Don't worry. Then Koichi's like, oh, no, I'll be trapped here to the summer. Someone help me. And then it zooms out and shows the house. Right. And it's like on the, on the seaside. And then the episode ends. And then Koichi says, I'm tired of eating eggs, but I'm ready to lay one. And then that's the episode. Ko- Koichi, so, uh, you didn't finish your eggs. Yes, but this egg will finish you. And that's the episode. Mm-hmm. Um, not one of the best, but setting stuff up for the next one, I guess. So let's yeah, have to see wait, where, where this. Can't one wait to bleeds. see how funny this biscotti is. It's real. It's one of the episodes that's both. Like, I'm very, I could never watch it on Blu-ray because it gets extremely gross. Sure. And there's a lot of censoring, but it's also very funny because Josuke punches spaghetti and then puts it back together. Oh, nice. So. I can't wait for old uh, Joseph Joestar looking like the Crypt Keeper to show up and be like, oh, yay, black spaghetti, my favorite. Black spaghetti, spaghetti al nero from the squid. Mamma yes. mia. Mamma mia. Uh, let's do questions. Yeah. If you have a question, you can send it to us at yaddy-boys.tumblr.com uh, or email us at yaddyyaddyboys at gmail.com. Uh, first one comes in from Anonymous. Uh, this one says, Josuke and Oku are dating, you bastards. Yeah, probably. Yeah, probably. I mean, still early in the uh, in the season, but... Yeah, yeah, I I don't I don't know Okuyasu good enough yet. I'm sure that's the case. Uh-huh. 
Uh, next question, Tumblr user Chie Saranaka's Luna, friend of the show. Get well soon, Luna. Funny Luna break a leg. Please, get better. <laughs> uh, asked, yeah, Kofi Fiorose. Higashi Kato Josuke, please punch Luna in the stomach. Yeah, please. Uh, this, uh, we, this is another one of the uh, Kofi Fiorose sent tweet, so thank you. Just so we can get a full um, yeah. collection of everyone who said it. Right. Uh, weird. This one's also from Anonymous. Um, this one says, Sirius Jones asked the question. Oh, yeah! I forgot! Uh, can you talk at length about Daniel Bryan and how much he fucking rules? Anonymous. <laughs> <laughs> uh, we covered that a little bit earlier. He's uh, good! He's, he's good. a good wrestler. I, I like the thing you retweeted the other day where he's at the top of the ladder and the fans are chanting, please don't die. And he's like, I'll fucking die if I want to. <laughs> It's a mood. I like it. Yeah. Um, like, I wish I watched wrestling then because I want to know that version of Daniel Bryan. The, yeah. He, you're going to get your fucking head kicked in, Daniel Bryan. And, and not, not like, like fucking, like, wearing oh, fancy t-shirts from Walmart. And like, oh, shucks. I'm the underdog. Can I say the one thing that I don't literally do not like about the Daniel Bryan character? Other than the fact that he's a fucking authority figure working with, with McMahon, which does not make sense canonically. Mm-hmm. But... Um, also, the fucking storyline right now is that Roman that Vince McMahon does not approve of Roman Reigns, and they did this three years ago, and it's not, it doesn't make sense. What was what I saying about Daniel Bryan? Does that mean it's like Vince McMahon is like I think Brock Lesnar is the good champion, even though he's never here, and I don't think the WWE universe deserves a wrestler who's always here, like the big dog, his yard, Roman Reigns. Ooh ah. <laughs> It's like, there's no more obvious storyline that, like, of fucking course, like, if they leaned into it, it would be so much more fucking I don't, palatable. I don't mean to be, like, shitty internet smart, but I didn't watch the Elimination Chamber, but I looked up the results, and I genuinely fucking laughed that Braun Strowman eliminates every <laughs> single guy. So here's what I, I heard of Elimination Chamber. Sure. Braun Strowman eliminates everyone. John Cena, Finn Balor, yeah. fucking whoever. And then Roman Reigns eliminates him and wins. Yeah, it's, yeah. Then, Wah. then Braun Strowman beats the shit out of Roman Reigns. Right. So who's getting over? No one. Like, ooh, 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 ah. just have Braun Strowman win then. Because he's the one who looks good at the end. No, he's, he's good. Not, not, not to, to get too wrestle in depth, but the good, well, there's problems with New Japan, but in terms of their booking, they got Zack Saber Jr. is a fucking top star in New Japan in like two weeks, right? Because he tapped out everyone, strong, and won the New Japan Cup. Spoilers, nice. But he beat Naito, he beat Tanahashi, and he beat Kota Ibushi. Do you do you like that? Is that good to you? I do because it's say like and so here's here's what happens. Like Zack Saber Jr. He's like he has like a couple um belts and other promotions like British promotions and stuff. But in New Japan, he's just kind of like. A mid to high card guy. Right. If you're gonna push a guy, fucking do it. Like he and because he beat everyone, he's like, I'm gonna challenge Okada at the next show. And then it makes sense like that he could stand the chance against Okada because he beat everyone. Yeah. Like I hate the fifty fifty booking more than anything in WWE. Like I can't stand it because nothing matters until they say this is what happens. To put it in JoJo terms, it's <laughs> like for our dear listeners, it's like when you know how at the end of Stardust Crusaders where it's like oh, shit, like, this guy's actually really strong, and somebody could fucking die, and it's way more interesting than just, like, 
oh, how is this person going to win? Like mm-hmm. when you when you like of, like of course like, like Koichi's gonna get out of it. There's no real stakes. It'd be fucking funny if Koichi just fucking died this episode. Dies, like, like if, if Yukako just kills him and that's like the yeah. end of it, and like no one finds him. Yeah, but it's it's uh, good it's good to actually uh, build up uh, characters. Anyways, the Daniel Bryan thing I didn't like was how at the end of all of his promos now he does like a shitty like infantilizing call and response. Where like he's he ha- like, like he has to do yes in some yeah, way. Yeah, so it's like, always he's like, "Am I going to WrestleMania?" Right? Yeah, I'm like, eh. yeah. Just like say, "I'm going to WrestleMania," and everybody will be like, "Oh yes, the thing that you do." Yes, yes, yes. They'll say it's it. like, "Oh my you, god, am I going to hit uh, Kevin Owens with the patented LaBelle yes lock?" Yes, and then everyone says yes. <laughs> Why don't you read my soul and find out? And then I push up my three-foot-tall glasses on my face, and I say, well, actually, the yes chant was actually um, meant to be annoying. It's actually a heel tactic, and uh, it shouldn't be, shouldn't be sort of taken up so, so, so much by face, Daniel Bryan, unless you're using it as sort of an inspirational thing. So I guess this week it was kind of good, but I don't think it should be a routine sort of thing for his character. Thank you. Good insight. Thank you. you should write a master's thesis about that. I'm gonna fucking... I'm putting in my plan of study for my actual dissertation in a couple of weeks. My, here's I'm, my submission for my PhD. Dan O'Brien's back. Yeah, like, I'm, <laughs> I'm genuine... For one of my classes this semester, I'm literally writing a paper about going back to the Superdome. Because, like, <laughs> fuck, there's some, there's some new narrative inquiry that I could do. Yeah. Uh, so that's why I'm like, I'm, I'm taking a week off from school for research uh-huh. by going to... New Orleans and going to Cafe Du Monde and eating a bunch of beignets and saying, um, num, num, I like to eat it. And then going to see Daniel Bryan uh, beat my other two favorite wrestlers in six minutes with Shane McMahon. Anonymous asked, Josuke used Crazy Diamond to fix Daniel Bryan and that's why he can wrestle now. <laughs> it's true. He, Daniel Bryan said, I have gone to every doctor and stand user in this town uh-huh. And they've all told me the same thing. You are cleared. Daniel Bryan said, I've been shooting an arrow into someone who can find the stand <laughs> who will medically clear me to wrestle. Mm-hmm. Uh, Tumblr user Blepsbian asked, is it me or was the scene of Josuke elbowing Koichi's neck to pieces a bit excessive? <laughs> there were five gore explosion sound effects. <laughs> yeah. I love hitting hitting my pre-muscle puberty friend with a fucking, fucking bionic elbow, Dusty Rhodes style. And, and healing him instantly. Yeah. Uh, Tumblr user Dr. Balls Dandy asked, Finally, a non-cucked, red-pilled character gets some focus again. <laughs> Been missing this since Stardust Crusaders. Also, anyone else want to fuck that Muppet? This, I watched the episode. This question doesn't make any sense to me. <laughs> it's Hazamata. Oh, okay. I was like, Koichi's... I'm pretty sure Koichi's not uncucked. <laughs> But yeah, Hazamata's definitely, definitely red pill. Hazamata, no, Hazamata's no fap. Yeah. Because no, no women have personality, so he's yeah, using he's... it to get brain power. So is the, the Muppet's the mannequin. I, I assume so. Yeah, I would, yeah. I think we, we, Ooh, this is... <laughs> we covered that. We covered yeah. whether or not we would fuck the Muppet earlier. Uh, Roy of the show Fuck Warlock asked a question. 
When I was in high school, I was shot in the face by an arrow, and it gave me a stand that caused all light and radio waves within a five-foot cylinder surrounding me to bypass me, rendering me effectively imperceptible by sight or sound. And that, and not my debilitating anxiety over starting conversations or my general unpleasantness, is why I had no friends. <laughs> wow, big mood. Big mood, large mood. One thing you can always... My standability forbids me from making friends. Goodbye. <laughs> One thing that you can always count on the fuck warlock for is just a never-ending supply of big moods. I want to know, because everyone who's like, oh, this is like your mental, uh, like a physical manifestation of your mental energy. But there have to be people who have like super bad mental energies, and they should get yeah, like, it's like stands, that, stands that suck. Yeah. You know? Like just debilitating stands. That don't just, like, wrap vines around you and make you sleep, but, like, just fuck up your life even more. Yeah, like, with my angst, like, my stand would just, like, make me six inches tall and apologize anytime somebody got mad at me. It's like, oh, my stand, here's your stand. It allows you to have no colon. And I'm like, oh, sick. (laughs) The power of my stand, ooh, oops, I made a fucky-wucky mistake. No! (laughs) That's my favorite Prince song. Please don't step on me, I'm Prince. Please don't step me. Uh... Let me see, because a couple people asked things that we talked about, like, uh... Like, what if his name was Kafifi Hirose? Like, what if his name was Kafifi Hirose? Uh, Maxi Bajillion, about how uh, Jotaro can't die. It's Um, true. Ape of Naples, Hazamata does not use his stand to jerk off because (laughs) he's no fap. He could, he doesn't. Um, let's see, last one here from... uh, Let's do this, this double shot from from uh tumblr user posado and then we'll get out of here okay because i have to i have to get ready to go to a party with real people sure. in the world um in more uh, posto asked in morio you can either be six foot infinity with lithe muscular build of doug jones Fishman, or the human version of a teacup poodle do you think koichi is ever going to hit muscle puberty or is he an eternal tiny boy i've genuinely never considered koichi ever getting muscle puberty and I feel I, like I have contextual evidence sure. that supports the fact that he is an eternal tiny boy. I I feel like it would be a sort of all grown up Rugrats situation, you know, where mm. even though the all grown up is like in ninth grade, mm. but like Koichi is still very much in the the original Tommy Pickles. Whereas like I don't <laughs> like to see the big the big Pickles kids. Uh-huh. I don't like to see um like like dill being a social outcast weirdo no i don't like to see that it's going to be 32 and it's going to be the nightmare episode where they're tall adults but they still have baby heads yeah that's koichi when he's an adult <laughs> yeah i uh, also I, uh, I was just gonna i was, I was, I was gonna just, read the next question i was just thinking about how it would be really fun to take koichi to a theme park because you could ride all the kids rides and nobody would have to look at you weird this is my son yeah he, I'm I'm three years older than him. <laughs> Thank you. Uh, Posto also asked, "Do you think Jotaro still keeps manga in his hat and clothes just in case?" Yeah, that that's not just in case. He just does that. His head like, just does that. His head just does that. So like when he's sitting around, like when he, we didn't see when he's waiting for uh, like Josuke and Koichi to get to him at the train station, he's like yada yada. Might as well read the new Boku no Hero Academia, and he reaches yeah. into his hat and pulls it out. It's like at the end of a fucking strong bad email when the paper comes down, except he can just like make like the manga come out of his head and just like no matter where he's looking, he can be reading a page of one of his favorite mangas. Sure, a reference I understand. You know what a strong bad email is. I know what a strong bad email is. I don't know the fucking like plot devices and <laughs> like Oh, you haven't gone to the Homestar Runner wiki and read the page on like the get up noise, which is the sound that the chair makes when he gets up? I no, I haven't. It's fucking good. 
Back I, before, I, sh- I should do some more research. Before this fucking Peacock community that I'm very happy and proud of cultivating and being a part of, it was all about the fucking Homestar Runner Wiki community. Those are my those are my real friends. <laughs> I haven't talked to them in ten years, but you know, they're, they're always they're always with you. It's like stand users in Morio. Like, and any if I ever walk past a fellow user of the Homestar Runner Wiki, I will know. You'll yeah, you're just attracted to each other with the red string of fate. Mm-hmm. Strong strong bad's red. So yeah, got something there. And they're the the girls who were attacked or attracted to Josuke. It's like Teen Girl Squad, right? Sure. Exactly. All right, cool. Well, that's exactly. See, oh shit! Later tonight, I'm going to an Italian restaurant. Are you Are you gonna get spaghetti Del Rio uh, or whatever? Spaghetti Del <laughs> Spaghetti Del Rio is my least favorite AAA restaurant. <laughs> you know, on paper, it has all the things that make it look really good, but it's just really boring. But then the the spaghetti Del Rio is delivered, and you're like, I don't want this. <laughs> also, why is the spaghetti like abusive? Right, it's not great. Um, actually, the the place it's it's a gnocchiria. Oh, so, so it specializes in gnocchi, which nice. is sp- spaghetti without the spaghetti. Oh, good. You know how you have a ravioli and there's something inside. Sure. Imagine not that. So it's and just the inside part of an empty ravioli. It's just the outside part of a ravioli, basically with nothing in it. Oh, it's just it's the exoskeleton of a ravioli. Yeah, that's as as, as I've come to understand. It. I'll report back next week with my Italian expertise, and we'll get we'll dig into that one. Okay. Well, enjoy it. I hope there's not like a. A weird Italian blonde with a bow tie kissing a girl and eating spaghetti at the same time. So you know about this episode coming up. What do you think happens in it? Because it's a like a notorious episode. Literally, all I know is that there's funny spaghetti. Okay. So I I fucking guess that um, fucking they're not going to Italy. Like they're gonna stay in Morio, which is in Japan. So. They're probably going to, they're going to get a call from Joseph, and mm-hmm. um, he's going to be eating dinner with Susie Q, and he's going to be eating his favorite dish, which is black biscotti, mm-hmm. and jo- uh, is going to be like, wow, uh, fucking great uncle or whatever the fuck, however it works. Dad. Dad. <laughs> dad. Dad. <laughs> yeah. Wow, dad, that's it. That that's, has a really good mouth sound over the phone of you eating your black biscotti. Um, what is that? And then he's going to explain what it is, and then they're going to go to, like, a a Japanese-Italian restaurant, and they're going to get black biscotti, and then there's going to be a stand user there, and he's going to, um, he's going to, like, make, his stamp power is going to be, like, um, it's like, he, he takes all the food out of your stomach, so you lose all your energy, and then you're, you need to eat, but you can't eat because you don't have any energy. Okay, <laughs> we'll see. It was probably like 85% correct. Yeah, it's it mostly correct. Uh, cool. We'll see you then. Uh, thanks for listening. Don't get cucked. Stay off the hook. All right. Yaddy yaddy, boys. I'm not owned. You are. Bye. Welcome back, Daniel Bryan. I love you. I'll be your dream. I'll be your wish. I'll be your fantasy. I'll be your hope. I'll be your love. Be everything that you need. I love you more with every breath. Truly, madly, deeply do. I will be strong, I will be faithful, go!